What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Girl, stop playing. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. This is your, come on, studio audience. This is your getting the honey conversation. How many of y'all trying to get the honey? Right? Because life is more than just money. We want the bag. But we want the bay to go along with it, okay? We want the money and the honey. Before I get into this conversation, I got to shout out my homie lover husband who's in the building. He hiding, <laughs> y'all. He likes to be behind the scenes. But clap it up for the, for the main man. That's my boo, y'all. That's my boo. Um, and I really love... I really love him, but I love also having the conversation around having it all because as black women, especially, we always get, you know, the strong, independent woman thing. And a lot of us were raised with that energy, but you can be strong, you can be interdependent, um, and you can create a powerful partnership. And so anytime that somebody gives me a microphone, I'm going to talk about um, the value that not only my man brings, but the value that a man, keyword, man will bring into your um into your life because sometimes when we out here playing with the boys we start to think that it's not really worth it it's not worth our time but finding the right partner is everything okay so i'm gonna let y'all same thing i'm gonna let y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves i know you're gonna talk about your business but we're gonna get in your business in just a second (laughs) so go ahead Gigi. i'm Gigi. i'm the owner of Gigi brow and beauty bar located in sandy springs um, I have online classes. I have books. I have products. She got the highest think. prices on these brows in town, baby. She is doing it. Brow artist in Atlanta. It's worth it. It's worth um, it. I work with so many celebrities. Um, I work with so many CEOs, moms, women who work at the strip club, Walmart. <laughs> I take everybody. I don't discriminate. If you got a brow, I'm doing it. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I'm a business owner. All right, hey, good evening, everyone. How y'all doing? Oh, I know y'all can do better than that. Good evening, everyone. How y'all doing? 
<laughs> All right. Thank you so much. All right. My name is Carly Harvey Raymond. Um, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. But I've been living in Atlanta for some years now. I've moved in, I've had a lot of cities I've lived in. But um, I am an entrepreneur. I actually own insurance agencies here. I own multiple insurance agencies. Uh, but you can catch me on a daily at the Carly Raymond Allstate Agency. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I run multiple insurance agencies. Um, I also, uh, I host events internationally. Um, I do a lot of events for people. Uh, I used to be a hairstylist and a wardrobe stylist Can for years. Can y'all tell? Like, we couldn't tell. Yes. We could tell. For years. Y'all can't tell, girl. I, I didn't have enough time. So the hat, y'all know I ain't have enough time. But um, I was a hairstylist for about 10 years. I started in L.A. And then I got married and moved into insurance. And so it's been a life-changing experience for me. But just recently, what a lot of people don't know, I took a course last year because I'm always like wanting to do a course and do something, you know, I invest in me, Donnie. Um, <laughs> but I became a certified sex expert uh, last up. year as well. Baby, I can sell you insurance for your car so you can get to the D and I can talk to you about how to handle the D when you get there. No, but it's a whole thing. So yeah, I'm really excited about it. So um, looking to educate women so they can take control of their pleasure as well as their health and wellness in their sexual life. So yeah, I'm excited. So I wear multiple hats, but the one that pays me the most is insurance. All right. Yeah, I would have had some different questions on this part. <laughs> We're going to see where this conversation goes. Okay, okay. So, again, the conversation around being able to have it all, I think, is so important because we're all living proof that you really can have it all and do multiple things, wives, mothers. And what I want to talk about first is the fact that we came into love, lasting love, later in life. Yes. Right? Because so many of us, I ain't going to make y'all raise your hand, but I know I had a lot of homegirls who had this timeline of, you know, mine was 25. That was the magic age. By 25, I needed to be somebody's wife and on the way to being somebody's mama. That's what I thought. And y'all, 25 came and went. <laughs> it ended, I was about 10 years off. But it can get frustrating, right? It can get frustrating when it looks like, and keyword there, looks like everybody else is doing the thing and it's just not happening for you. You can start feeling like, well, well, God, wait a minute. Like, did you forget about me? And I know that feeling. And so I love being able to have women who fell into love later in life and, you know, it, it worked out for you, right? Because we hear the horror story. So share a little bit of your love story because they're both kind of unconventional. I love yours. Okay. <laughs> I, I literally, I don't get my brows done by anyone. Gigi, I know she'd be looking at me sideways, but I don't go to anyone else but Gigi, and I haven't been to her in forever. So she said, who doing your brows? Girl, they homegrown. They just, <laughs> they, it's a, I'm a kitchen titian at home. All right, so um, my husband and I met, um, I was right about to turn 30 years old. We met at um, the Steve Harvey Mentoring Camp, uh, where we mentor young fatherless boys. Um, and so my husband was a sponsor for the camp. Um, he used to work, uh, be really high up in a big insurance agent, a uh, big insurance company, we won't say the name. But um, I saw him and it's interesting, my sister knew my husband before I did. That's when they say, God got something for you, it's for you. Cause my sister said, I ain't never looked at being ever in life. I ain't never wanted that man. But I saw my husband coming out of our meal tent 
And I was like, oh, he is cute. Who is that? And my sister was like, Ben? And I was like, well, what's wrong with Ben? She was like, girl, I think he corny. I was like, what? So, y'all, we ended up meeting and having a conversation. But at the time, I will be very honest, I wasn't dating in my potential. All right? You know, I was dating the thugs, you know? Girl, he got one foot in jail. But who, girl? Oh, I love him, right? I wasn't dating within my potential, ladies and gentlemen. And so I was dating this, these guys, and um, I met him, and I was like, when we started having conversation, I was like, oh, my God, he's so corporate. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know. You know, I like a little. <laughs> you know, I like a Negro who maybe needs a little subtitle when he talks, you know? It's like, is that closed caption? Uh, so I was like, oh, wow, he's got all his wits, okay. So we started having conversation, and initially I didn't think that he would be for me. I thought he would be great for someone, but I wasn't ready to receive the blessing, right? Mm -hmm. And so we ended up being friends, and I was like, he is the furthest thing from Courtney. He is so lit. I love him so much. I was like, ooh, I was like, ooh, you saucy. <laughs> um, and so we ended up going out. He asked, he said, hey, I'm going to be in Atlanta I would love for you to host this event for my foundation in Dallas. And so I was like, oh, I don't do free. It, are you, this ain't free. And he was like, okay, I, I got you. I was like, oh, okay, I ain't come. I ain't come. And he was trying to do a little bargain basement, my bro. But no, um, so we ended up um, talking and he said, hey, can I take you out to lunch? At the time, I was really busy. We ended up going to dinner instead. And the whole time, we maybe talked about this foundation event like for five minutes. And then for the rest of the time, I was really getting to know him. And I just, I was like, oh, he is. Oh, I like him. But still, I wasn't thinking he was for me, right? So then I go out with him. He calls me. And he says, hey, are you free? Um, the next, he was like, you, you be styling people. You free? I, I need a little style session. I said, mm, Okay. So then my way to see if he actually knew what style was to really get him into the mall. And I was like, mm, okay. You know, people be saying they know stuff. They don't. Okay. They think they got style, but they don't. So we ended up going out. We had an awesome time. And even then I called my sister that night and I was like, he would make someone an awesome boyfriend. Right? And I still wasn't thinking he was for me because I was like, oh, no, you know, I think I'm looking for something different. Right? And then we ended up having another conversation, another conversation, and we went out again, and I was like, okay, I really like him. And he ended up asking me out for my birthday, which is in August, I just had a birthday, but he ended up asking me out for my birthday, and he said, um, hey, I'm being Houston, can I fly you to Houston to have dinner with me? And I was like, yes, of course. And he was like, I'll get you your own room, it's nothing, Don't. I'm not trying to, it's nothing. And I'm like, oh, okay, don't be thinking you're going to be getting none. <laughs> I'm clear, see? <laughs> right, uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, sure. No, of course not. Nice. Okay. <laughs> but we ended up going out, having a fantastic time. We went out to dinner, and I, we've been together ever since. Like, my husband says we've been together since I met. We met on June 16, 2012. Our son was born June 16, 2016. 
So when I tell you it was God ordained, it was God ordained. So that is how we met. Yes. yes. I love her and her husband. Anyway. All right, you guys. So my relationship with my husband, we went to high school together. I was like Carly in high school. I wanted the gold teeth. I wanted the rims. I wanted the D-boy. So we were just really good friends, like best friends. I would tell him about my relationships all throughout college, on and off dating people. He was right there. We were still friends. He was a really good dude. And he always was like, you know, I like you. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't like the nice girls. You know, like, I don't know. You know, I like a little edge, a little... Let's just be friends, you know? So we just always was friends. And then finally, I got engaged to somebody else. And that relationship was horrible. Um, it just was terrible. And when I left him, you know, I was like, I'm moving. I left him, you know? And he was like, work? I was like, yeah. So he like helping me move into my new apartment. And we just started hanging out more. And then one of my clients said, why won't you date him? You know, and I was like, him? we're just friends we're in high school together and she was like show me a picture of him so I showed her a picture of him she was like shit I'll talk to him I was like hold on hold on let me look at him okay let me let me look at him and I looked at him and I was like let me try this and we've been we've been together ever since you know we've been together ever since so it, I feel like that was God like listen I took you through all of this stuff he'd been right here he was still here for you He's such a good husband, such a good dad. I mean, he's made me a better person. So I'm so thankful that he was still available. So shout out to, even though we probably had to learn the hard way, yep. not chasing the bad boys, but slowing down long enough for the good man to find you. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because we spend our, not even childhood, because some of us be grown as hell, still out here. <laughs> yes. Still out here sure. trying to chase after things that are, I mean, God could literally tap right here and tell us this is not for you, but we are still like lusting after that thing that, that really doesn't have our good interests at heart, that really isn't for us. And like the good husband is not always that. I mean, he could be. Or he could become that because what Brandy thought was corny is real saucy for, for Carly. Yeah, and you know what? My right. sister is like, I don't know how I ever thought that because, like, her and my husband are, like, besties, you know, like. They but have how their... many times could we let somebody else's opinion play us out of Absolutely. what we're supposed to have? Absolutely. But I think when you start doing the work for yourself, and I know we're in this culture of social media where everyone's like, oh, you got to heal, sis. Do the work, sis. <laughs> You know, oh, and they everybody drop a therapy quote every fucking day. We're like, okay, girl, you got the language. Like everybody, you be like, oh, toxic. You know, I'm like, oh my god, if I hear toxic one more time, narcissist. They're like, okay, girl, you got three terms from the therapist, and you've been one time. Oh, now they gonna put you on black girl therapy. All right. Um, but I think it was really doing the work for yourself when I decided, and I, it is a decision that you make. When you make a decision of really knowing and really understanding your worth, what you are worth, you won't put up with shit. When I decided I knew who I was, and this is more than, oh, I know whose daughter I am, because a lot of people get that shit twisted. 
oh, well, because you're so-and-so's daughter, then your life is perfect. You have all the answers. It's going to work out. No, you have to fall and bump your head just like everyone else. I don't care how many books your daddy wrote, you still going to be a fool. So I think it's coming to the understanding of recognizing I know my worth. I'm worth someone showing up when they say they're going to show up. I'm worth someone calling when they say they're going to call. I am worth more than a text message. I'm worth a call. I don't text well because I may sound crazy on the text. And you're like, well, wait a minute. What she mean by that? That one the right emoji? Why she talking in caps? She yelling? No. I'm just typing quickly. But I want you all to understand, I think it, when it clicks that you're worth more than the little crumbs of love that you've been getting. When you make a decision that I am worth more than these love crumbs, that I'm worth the whole love entree, that I'm worth the entree, the appetizer entree, the dessert, the unlimited bottomless mimosas. When you decide that you are worth all of those things, you stop putting up with bullshit. You stop putting up and entertaining Negroes who are not worth your time. And when you, but you have to make the decision. He can't make the decision. When he gonna act right? When he gonna do right? He don't have to do right because you haven't created any boundaries for him to do right. You haven't required him to step up and be anything more than the Negro who comes over at two in the, two in the morning to hit. When you made the decision that you don't want to just be the girl who gets hit because she got a fat ass, she cute. When you decide you're worth more than that, then your life will open up and you will have a different level and experience in dating. Period. Right. So we were talking um, before about the transition into motherhood. <clears throat> And we ain't gonna go there right it now. But. Ghetto would not recommend. These kids is crazy. It's hard out here, y'all. They, they bad. They bad. They got bad. And it's not. They stress you out. Before you have kids, you think that everybody else's kids is bad, but your kids gonna be good. No. They all bad. All y'all kids bad. Y'all know all it. They all, all bad. All, all, all of them. I don't care how much gentle parenting you think you out here doing. I don't get my kids. I you, talk you to my to. kids. Listen. I love my kids. Yeah, you do. But you know, good and hell will, your kids be trying you. And you be sitting there, oh, I swear to God, I'm going to knock your teeth out. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God, you got one more. I literally told my son, I said, boy. Boy, you trying me. <laughs> you trying me like I ain't a gangster out here. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, yeah. So that's it's, motherhood. It's, that's motherhood. It's so ghetto. But what about so wife, wife life? So that's ghetto, too. Yeah. It's all ghetto. Carly, <laughs> they, they got to gotta have some hope oh left God. after this conversation. It's all ghetto. He ghetto, you ghetto. <laughs> your baby ghetto. It's just a ghetto, it's ghetto. life. It's all ghetto. It's ghetto. OK, Gigi, I'm going to come to you with oh this one. God. OK, I, since we are here. <laughs> I want to, this is my question. It's one wonderful. thing that you wish someone would have told you prior to marriage that might have made the transition a little easier. You come up with your answer, Carly. We're gonna go. I there. don't I don't think that it's anything that somebody told me because it's different when you're actually in the marriage. 
right? And when you're actually in the situation, it's totally different from like reading a book, somebody saying, hey girl, you know, communication is key. Hey, you know, y'all got to talk to each other. Y'all still got to date. That's the voice, y'all the fake advice. Y'all still got to do all this. And it's like, <laughs> what? I'm in it. I'm in the thick of it. <laughs> I'm married. I got an 11 month old baby. I'm like trying to figure it out. I'm like, how do y'all go to the gym? How do you have a life? How do you, how do you work? run into the gas how station? Do, you do content. Any like, of how the do you things? do all these things? I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I have a nanny. I only work three days a week and I'm still like, I don't have enough time. How, <laughs> how are y'all doing all of this? And it's crazy. I got to tell them. So, y'all know, she's my client. And I told her years ago, I'm like, I want to have a baby. You know, I want to get married. She was like, you do? Well, before you do that, before you do that, your friends ain't told you the real shit. I'm about to tell you. Your life going to be different. You going to cry. You going to go to an event. Your breast going to be leaking milk. You going to leave. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I needed to hear that because everything that she said was true. Everything that she said, it happened. So you have to be prepared for it. I mourn my old life because yeah. it would never be the same. But I'm so grateful for my new life. I love being married. I love having my child, watching him grow. I love my business. And I'm just living in it and making it work. But I don't have, like, the guideline. I'm just, like, living in it, making it happen, you know? And I love it. Figuring it out. You know, um, I think what I've recognized um, in being married, in married, because people always ask you, what's the secret? Well, there's no one size fits all to marriage. Your marriage is going to look different from my marriage. Your level of expectation is going to be different on your husband than my expectation on mine. We all have a different, a different set of rules and guidelines that we're working with, right? But the one thing that I learned before I got married that I actually took into marriage, because I think getting married in my 30s was something that was um, really good for me because I had... Um, I had lived a life of my own experiences. I had traveled the world. I had done so many things where when I came into my partnership, I was ready to be a wife. I wasn't ready for a wedding, just to have this wedding and this magical day, but I was ready to enter into lifelong partnership. However long that life could be, because oftentimes people think that this is a lifetime, that until we close our eyes, we're together. But that lifetime is for whatever you all decide your lifetime is. And I don't think that people should stay in situations that are, that are, are traumatic, that are toxic, that are, uh, that are abusive, none of those things. But the one thing I learned was that I got told in a relationship, you gotta love a person for where they are. If they never change, can you love him? If he never changes, can you love him? Because oftentimes so many people getting to relationships with this idea of, well, if he just did this, I could do this and we could be better. You have to go in there with the mindset of loving the person standing right in front of you. That day, that night, that not the aspirational version of who this person is, not the version you have concocted in your crazy ass head at night because you've been talking <laughs> to your friends and your friend, man, do this. So I want my man to do that. Well, your man ain't got no money, so he ain't doing that, sis. He can't get you that he's not there. So if you want that, go get that. But this is the Negro you got, okay? This is who you got. So love that man. He not gonna, all y'all on Instagram.
Instagram, oh, it's Valentine's. I want my man to get have my living room filled with flowers. <laughs> you know that Negro going to Publix? <laughs> you know he getting you a little chocolate, little heart, and a little beer to sing, I love you. <laughs> okay. You know the money he has. Not playing these fantasy games. All right. <laughs> but okay, little sidebar. Sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, but you have to be able to love someone where they are, not this fictional version of what you've created of what love is. Because when you get in marriage, the thing about it is, this is loving, making a choice every day to love them. I make a choice every day to love Ben Raymond. Every day, I choose it when it's when he's when he's getting on my nerves when I don't like him because you're not going to like them and he's not going to like you. I hate to break it to you, sis. He don't like you either. All right? <laughs> he don't like you. You think that shit you was doing was cute. No, he, on the, he in the bathroom like, this bitch get on my nerves. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying not to knock this bitch in the face. And he come out like, okay, baby, what you want? Oh, oh you still ain't figured out what you want to eat? <laughs> oh, okay. Then he done had to talk himself off the ledge from calling you a bitch. Because <laughs> he love you. So it's the choice we make daily. It's the choice in a partnership. It's the day the day. Mm -hmm. It's the in and the out. It's the love and win. It ain't no Instagram post. It's when, shit, when y'all owe the IRS a whole lot of money. Right. I'm speaking from experience. Right. And you like, shit, damn, how we about to pay these people all this money? It's crying in your car. It's praying for him when you don't even want to pray for him. It's loving somebody through the thick of things. It's loving through somebody through grief. It's loving somebody through the death of parents. It's yeah. loving somebody through the death of their friendships, the death of their job, the death of their career. It's loving them up off the ground and him loving you. Like when you recognize that it is a partnership, it is a day in, it's not, oh girl, he took me shopping. Right. That's bullshit. It is the, he was able to hold me when I was crying because I got diagnosed with cancer. He was able to love me when I lost a baby. He was able to still say, we can do it. We can try again. That is what love is. It's not this Instagram stuff that people got y'all believing that you, let me tell you, you think these Negroes come and heal. I want a heal, man. He got to be in therapy but you may be the catalyst to get him in therapy. You may be the person that say, hey, baby, I love you so much. There's some shit you got going on, but I want you to go talk to somebody because you can't keep talking to me. I don't have the answers. It's that part. It's him being able to love you through your stuff. You showing up every day different with a different wig. He don't know who he about to get. <laughs> he don't know who the hell you are in the morning. One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even 
thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at oseamalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You got Bantu knots, you got curly wig, you got red wig. He don't know, and he just trying to love you through your many changes, baby. That's it. He trying to love you through it. But that's love. That's the partnership. So it's not, it is not the, the picturesque version that you've created of Cinderella in your head. It is the ugly parts of marriage that you have to do. It is the fact that me and my husband have been together 10 years, 10 years. That's a, we have, he, I'm not the same person I was. I have evolved into someone else because I became Ben Raymond's wife, but I became BJ's mama. That changed my perspective. And so that also showed me how to show up better for myself but for my family. Like that's love. It's love, love ain't pretty. Love get ugly. Love is y'all cussing each other out. You done cut, you done, if you've been married, you have contemplated killing a Negro and he done, he done tried to ask his homeboy, how do I dispose of a body tomorrow? Is you free, nigga? Like, <laughs> that's marriage. Oh, it's not pretty. Yeah. It's not pretty, but it is. It is beautiful at the same time yeah. because I got somebody I can do life with. And I ain't gonna, I, I, I'm telling you, y'all, I, 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 can, I, ain't, I can't get, baby, baby, this man right here that I got, baby, he's so cold. He's so cold-blooded right here. How he stand up for his family, love on us, provide for us, just show up every day. I'm telling you, I feel like I got the creme de la creme, homie, okay? Yeah. Honey, T.I. Yeah. me. But don't get it twisted, he know who he got too. I don't come up short, baby. I don't come up short. I don't come up short. I, I, I know who I am, baby. Confident, full, and all of that stuff. And it's not about what you got. It's not what's on you, it's what's in you. Stop thinking if you get more dripped out and draped out that this Negro gonna like you more. You can have a 30-inch wig, you can have the fattest ass, you can have the Birkins and the Lambo trucks outside. But if this part of you, if this part of you is dirty, broken, causing confusion, living in chaos, 
everything you do, it is destructive. It's destructive. You don't touch nothing in the turn to go. Everything you touch turn to dust. Because you don't know how to cultivate nothing. You got to get right within before you think you about to get a man. Because all he going to do is come up in chaos and confusion, and you ain't going to be nothing but tear this man down and make, him hard, and make it harder for the next woman to come into his life. And you the same. And you the same. Oh, I didn't got it. I'm sorry. No, I was letting you go, girl. I was just I'm letting... so sorry. Preaching, honey. She the, she the comedian, the preacher, the pastor. You, you done laid it all out. I'm well-rounded. Well-rounded. I'm well-rounded. I'm well-rounded. You got to be well-rounded, baby. You want to win. <laughs> so for the single ladies in the room, because yes. I didn't took a poll. Again, I know we got some single ladies in here who are who currently... Who is single? Who is single in here? Who is single? They don't want to tell their business. Okay, it's a couple of them. There they go. I, I asked them earlier. You better raise your hand, shit. If somebody got a friend, how they gonna know? How they gonna know? <laughs> if you say no, I don't want to say nothing. Well, then Negro might have a friend for you, but you sitting there, I don't want to say. <laughs> Me, I'm single, ready to mingle. Like, so based on your past lessons learned, right? Past <laughs> lessons learned, because prior to... Yeah, look, the comedian Carly is in the building, <laughs> y'all. No, you good. It's okay. I know who, again, I know who I got up here. Yeah. Based on your past experiences, like the man, the men, the boys before the man, what are some, I don't want to say red flags because I feel like that's over overused, but what are some uh, characteristics that were different about the man that you chose versus the boys that you were playing around with? Okay, I'm going to be honest. Me personally, I know who a man is when I meet him. So when I was younger, I wanted a certain type of man. So I knew if he wants shit, he wants shit. Uh, he was, you know, just going to spend some money and take me out of town. I knew what I was getting involved in. I was never that girl who was like, oh, my gosh, like, are we going to be together? Like, I knew what his purpose was. Anybody I dated, I knew what it was. Okay? So for me, it was like, okay, I was ready. I was ready for a relationship, I was ready for love. I was ready for marriage. My first love was my business. I put my business and my career first. So once I established that, it was easy for me to be ready to love. So it was just the time and it just meshed together and it just worked for me. So I was ready to receive the love that he's been having for me all these years. And I was just happy that he was still available. <laughs> I'm like, you're the best thing you ever did happen to me. He's like, shut up. <laughs> and you weren't gonna let you know? nobody else get him. No. Nobody else can. So I feel like just being honest with yourself, you know, I feel like women, you know, when you're dating somebody, if it's going to go somewhere, you know, if he calling you at two o'clock in the morning or he's just texting you and not calling you, you know what it is. So I feel like it's what you want. What do you want? Because it's obvious the way the man is treating you, right? So if he's calling you, if he's checking up on you, if he's like, how's your day going? Have you had lunch? My husband used to bring me lunch because he know I wouldn't eat. He would drop off a smoothie. He would say, how's everything going? You want a massage? You want to go eat? You want to go do this? And I used to be like, why he keep bothering me? <laughs> but then at the same time, I'm like, but I'm glad he's checking on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I feel like just being honest with yourself and what you want. I was ready for a relationship. I was ready for marriage. So I accepted it. That's it. OK. <laughs> well, <no. laughs> no, okay, so um, I knew what I wanted, 
I wanted someone of integrity. I wanted someone um, who did what they said they were going to do. If you say you're going to do it, then I have an expectation that you're going to do it, right? Um, I wanted someone funny and tall and all those things, the physical attributes that you find to be like, oh, girl, he fan, baby. But what was the determining factor with my husband? Because I think you all will have to answer that question for yourselves mm -hmm. about what is that thing for you that is going to make your heart sing in a relationship, that's going to enhance your life. Um, but I had one instance, um, my husband and I were traveling a lot. Um, at the time we were dating, we had only been dating a couple of months. I had just gotten back from like South Africa. I had met him in LA, right? He lived in Dallas. I lived here in Atlanta. We ended up meeting in LA. Well, we got sick, got sick at a hotel. I mean, dog sick. I mean, we were like, in my head, I'm like, oh, this nigga done gave me something, you know? Because <laughs> you never think you the problem. You been on a 24-hour flight, but it ain't you. It's him. <laughs> so we get, we're in L.A., and we're like, we're so sick. Now, I'm super holistic. I believe in, like, herbs and vitamins, and I, I can get us together. I said, just get me to an herb shop. He said, oh, okay. All right. He take me, I'm like, take all of these supplements. He like, mm-hmm, all right. He said, yeah, I'm still sick, so you want to go to the doctor or what? You want to keep, what you want to do, crazy lady? So we end up, the hotel ends up saying, oh, there's this doctor in Beverly Hills. You go, it's like an urgent care, but they can prescribe your meds right there. And so we had to get on a flight. So we go there and the man is like, well, yeah, there's, you, don't, you all definitely have some little bug, some virus, but you, if whoever had it, just passed it back to each other. And I said, oh, okay, oh, okay. So they said, well, who wants to go first? Get this shot in your butt. And we were like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, right, right now? Oh, we're gonna do this now. He's like, yeah, who wants to go first? So they shoot us up with some antibodies, like this will help you get on the plane to get home. So we're like, what? So that was like the first test of our like love because we're like, oh, we didn't got shot in the ass together. <laughs> <laughs> we ride or die, baby. <laughs> and so when we get to the airport, I'm crying out, y'all, I'm a makeup girl. Like I like makeup, my hair, all that stuff. I be dressed at the airport. I'm not one of the people who look like they rolled out of bed at the airport, you know. I like to look like I'm somebody going somewhere. So, I could not even pull it together, y'all. I got on sunglasses. I got on, like, a shirt, like a tee, like a leather jacket. Just, I just wasn't feeling it. He said, I can't let you fly back to Atlanta like this. I said, well, Negro, you sick, too. So, we just went and get on your flight. And he was like, no. He said, no. He went up to, I was checking in. He said, uh-uh. He said, book her. She going to Dallas with me. He was like, because I can't put her on a plane by herself. He was like, I just got to make sure she's okay. And until she can fly, I don't feel comfortable with that. He puts me on a plane. I stay in Dallas for like three days until I feel like great. And my mom, I called my mom. I said, oh, I'm sick. And I said, but Ben, he took me to Dallas. Like, he flew me back to Dallas with him. And my mom said, that's your husband. She said, because he can love you through the sickness. And I was like, okay, Ma, don't forget all biblical with it. Like, we're still <laughs> just trying to figure it out. You know, like, he cool. 
And my mom says, see, that's a sign of his love and care for you because he was willing to reroute his schedule, take care of you, bring you back to where he was. And so I always go back to that moment of him being able to care for me when I was sick, for him being able to say, I'm not doing that. You're not going Mm -hmm. by yourself. Like, you got to find someone who's going to love you through the tough times, you know, who you can depend on, who's going to show up for you, not somebody who you got to keep calling and begging. I never had to beg him for his love. He gave it willingly. He gave it freely. So when you know you in love and asking, love ain't confusion. If you got to be calling all your homegirls and saying, girl, what you think? Because he ain't told you what he thought. Then you got a problem. Love come easy. It come with some assurance behind it. It come with some, it come with some saying, some, some get up and go about it. It don't come with no willy nilly bullshit. It don't. It come with. Pure dedication and commitment. That's what love come with. So if you got to question it and you got to say, well, I don't know. I had to cut. No, no, baby. He ain't the one. Yeah. The one show up, you going to know. You going to know when he show up because you ain't got to call all around town asking your friends, is it love? He going to show you what love is. Like that. All right. My last question for the evening, and it's a curse word. Uh, oh, well, we the, definitely use nouns. <laughs> the curse word is submission, y'all. This is a word that has many social media meanings. Typically, I hear these meanings from people who are not married. <laughs> and no shade, but I just want to ask two happy wives your take on it. And it could be, you know, whatever, whatever it truly is. What's your definition of it? What's your definition of Well, first of all, I'm a alpha female. Okay. 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 So I know who I am. I'm very straightforward. You know, I I speak my mind. I'm very confident. I'm a boss. So my attitude and how I move, you gotta be real confident in yourself and be a strong person to take my mouth. And um, I feel like my husband, he understands work G and at home G. So if I'm in a mood or something like that, he's so laid back. He's a Libra. If I'm in like a funk, he like, oh, okay. What else is going on? Right. And then he'll be like, you good? You ready to eat? Okay, cool. He Food is your love language. That's, your that's love. my love language. Anybody that follows me, he bought me a smoothie food. at work. It's, <laughs> that's, a, it's a thing that's here, my love ladies and gentlemen. Is food. So um, he can deal with my personality and my attitude. Other relationships that I was in, um, we had the same kind of boom personality. Like you know, if I have an attitude, they gonna get an attitude. It's like if I'm having like one of those days, my husband's just like, "All right, you good now?" Right. So it just works. With us now i don't the submission thing i feel like i do all the wifely duties i cook i clean oh that's I, a wifely I'm duty barber okay i'm his manicures pedicures i'm his masseuse i'm everything to him i'm his manager okay okay if a friend get out of line i'm like uh no you ain't gonna be no you know I'm, <laughs> I'm like everything to him so i feel like i hold him down just like he hold me down if I'm having a bad day, he's going to lift me up. I'm the same way with him. 
anything that, that I think about, he like, you can do it, you can do it. You know, things that I, it sound crazy. He's like, I'll, I'll support you with that. Like he, and I'm the same way with him. So the submission thing, I feel like when women hear that, it's like you're lowering yourself to the man. When I hear that, that's what I think. And I feel like I'm just coming as myself and he's accepting me for who I am, just like I'm accepting him for who he is. I cook, I clean, but he understands that I'm an entrepreneur as well. So I'm not just in the house doing all those duties, but I feel like I make it work for our family. Like Carly said earlier, everybody marriage is different. Our marriage is different. He's an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur. But in between everything, I make sure he got a cooked meal. I make sure that I'm cutting his hair. I'm making sure that he looks fly. I'm making sure that he match me. Okay. So y'all are submitting to each other. Correct. Okay. Carly said the cooking and the cleaning do not. What you want to say, Carly? Well, I believe that cooking and cleaning are just basic life skills. Mm -hmm. Those are basic life skills that everyone should have. Mm -hmm. I do those things because I enjoy them, but not because that's just my duty as a wife. Mm -hmm. I believe that I do it because I enjoy a nice home. I like my home to be maintained very well. That's why I invest in a housekeeper and I can do the picking up. I like my home to look very picturesque when you walk in. But I also believe that my husband is a part of our family. We are a community. So he also has to clean up. He also has to do certain things. Now, my husband says, I make too much money. I'm not cleaning no toilet. That's what my husband says. And that's fine. But that's why we pay someone to clean the toilet. If that's not what you want to do, then you create space for someone else to do it. So if, if I believe that that's just partnership, right? But I don't look at that as necessarily being submission. I look at submission as twofold. I look at both parties have to be able to submit. Because when you stand and get married, you all have devoted your life to one another. Whatever that looks like for you, whatever your vows said to each other, you all decided that we're going to do this thing together and we're going to do it our way. Now, that way may be, you know, Gigi is going to cook and clean and all those things. I grew up in a very traditional home, so those are a traditional set of values that I hold with me. They are. But I also recognize that there is a submission of will to everyone in the home, for the husband and the wife, because I do have to submit to my husband. I do look at my husband as the head. I absolutely do. And I honor that. I honor that. Not because he's just a man, because he has proven himself worthy. He's proven it. I didn't have to ask about it. He's proven himself by the things in which his display of love and affection and honor. He's proven that. But in the way in which he honors me is he may not know something. And he says, well, baby, what do you think? And then we get to lean on each other for support because we run businesses. He's an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur, and we do things together. And so we have to be able to have team meetings. We have to be able to talk. We have to talk about our children, our son. We have to talk about our family, our finances, how we plan on managing for the month, six years, a year, five years from now. But the submission part, I think when people get it twisted, they automatically think, I'm not your servant. They look at submission as a servant role. Yeah. But when you look at it as a partnership of a, a, a partnership of understanding, and this takes a mature man and a mature woman 
These are not children getting together and a man because he wants to, he's in a man's body, but he's a little boy. He has an expectation that you're going to show up and be his mother because that's a lot. There is some expectation on men. They want motherly love from you, not romantic partnership love. They want you because if you're doing those things, they see that is love. You know, I'm not your mom, but I am your partner. And I'm gonna love you through all of those things. But I do submit to my husband when it comes to making certain decisions. There are certain decisions that I do, I trust my husband, but I trust him. So he hasn't given me any, any reason to waver in my trust and our stability. So when you have that, you're able to yield to someone else's will because they've proven themselves. Just like you as a woman are proven, you've proven yourself to be a righteous stand-up woman who has the smarts and the brains to be the sounding board when it comes to business and family and life. This is not just a one-sided thing. Marriage is more than cooking and cleaning. It really is. It's more than y'all showing up to events. Marriage is a day-to-day declaration of love. It is you saying that I can't say all the things because I want to say them. And because I can, just because you can say it don't mean you should say it. And I know that's a hard pill for some of us boss bitches to swallow. <laughs> you know, you know, what we learned in marriage counseling before we got married, they said, yes, you all are both alpha. Like very, you have a very strong personality, Carly. You have a, you run these things. But when you hit that door, when you hit the threshold, Everybody in here, when you walk in that door, everybody has to submit. Everybody. This ain't just a one-sided thing because he got to take his hat off because when we first got married, I told my husband, hey, 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 baby, you, you talk to me like you talking to your assistant and your staff. I don't, I don't operate in that way. But you can get so caught up in, in conversing throughout the day one way. You come home and you want that same talk. But we all require a level of sweetness. We all require, I know it's this big thing on the internet, femininity and you soft life and everybody. <laughs> Leave me off that post, you know. <laughs> Shit, y'all on my goddamn nerves. But <laughs> I believe on it, that's offline, yeah, woo woo. Um, but I just want y'all to understand it's more than that. It's more than, it's more than um, some man buying you things. It's, some, it's better, it's more than, some man having a big bank account and you saying that's the one. It is how they show up for you, how they actually, how they actually show that they're worthy of your love, your attention, and your affection on a daily basis, and you the same. So I would say figure that out what it looks like for you. Figure out submission for you. Figure out your, your love life for you. Stop being on the internet looking at, well, so-and-so said I need to be doing this. Maybe that's not for you. Everything, everything everybody doing ain't for everybody. So focus on getting to know you. That's right. Y'all ready to get some honey? <laughs> they like, oh no, Carla just said it's ghetto out in these. Is I'm making a joke. It's not ghetto. It you really said is it where everybody was ghetto. Oh yeah, it was. It is. It gets very ghetto. Would not <laughs> recommend. It's tough. Marriage is it's tough sometimes. It requires a lot of work and relearning someone. The person you met ten years ago, 
is not that person. The things they did that turned you on, it don't turn you on no more. And be, be open to the, com, the, the communication of newness and openness. That's it. It's not, it's not, it is a little ghetto, but it is fun. It's, it's wonderful. It's loving. It's partnership. It's all those things. But there has to be an openness to grow in all things, not just in one area. You are not the same person you were when you got married. And you don't have to be. That's the, that's a good thing. We evolve. So yeah, learn to love them for who they are right now. Just get continue to get to know them. That's it. So if we want to come get our brows done by the best, <laughs> where can the people find you? Child, you media? ain't getting no appointment, so I'm don't leave me. <laughs> Baby, she booked up for twenty two. She booked them Try busy. 23. Well, if they want to see your work, they might not be, get just to experience it. Just look at it, because you ain't getting it. it. <laughs> Y'all so wrong. All right, you guys, if you're on Instagram, you can follow me at all eyes, A-L-L-E-Y-E-Z-O-N-G-G. It's all eyes on Gigi. Um, my website is ggbrows.com. Um, I open my schedule the end of every month. So you do have an opportunity to sit in my chair. Um, um, I have online classes. I have products. Um, I have some things coming out. So make sure oh, you thanks. follow me. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Carly, uh, you don't really be on Instagram, but tell I me where don't. they can I'll find you. I'll she be don't. on there. I'll give you a little eh, eh. And you know, like, eh, eh, I'm in, I'm out. I'm in, I'm out, you know? I give you a little bit, but that's just me, you know. Um, but I am I am Carly Raymond on Instagram. I am Carly, that's K-A-R-L-I, Raymond, R-A-Y-M-O-N-D on Instagram. That's where y'all can find me. Um, and if they need some insurance. Carly Raymond Insurance. We're at 3979 Beaufort Highway, baby, suite 102, if you want to come through. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my staff will take care of you. Don't think you're going to pop up and see me every day because you won't. <laughs> okay. Don't be thinking, I'm here to see. No, you ain't. Stop laughing. Um, but, yeah, and I just want to say, you know, Coriel, I've been rocking with Coriel some years. I just want to say thank you. For always uh, allowing me to come share in your space, your magazine, everything you have done. I respect what she is doing. I love what she is doing. I think it is. She is connecting so many women in Atlanta, around the country. And I really love that. And to even be in this space tonight, I went in the back and I saw um, Miss Skittles um, two weeks ago at the Invest Fest. But just to see this space. Um, I don't know if y'all ever y'all went in the back, but this is just dynamic. So to see women shine, to see black women shine, to do their thing and to be supportive of one another, man, I love it. So thank I wish y'all nothing yeah. but the absolute best. Thank you. I thank y'all so very much. Yes. I do. Give I don't take any for opportunity Carly, for granted. Carly the comedian and Gigi. Give it up one time. <laughs> Give it up one time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? 
We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.